Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the True Achievements podcast. With me today, I have the usual pair of Jack. Hey. Hey, Jack. How's it going? Good, thank you. And uh, Dave. Hello. Hello. Sound very bright and breezy today? Been up early, so I'm feeling yeah, ready. A couple of coffees down me. Oh, okay. You're buzzing then, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are in, uh, the sound might sound a bit different. We are in a brand new office. Um, Jack is next door, <laughs> like literally next in door. In the second office. And we're t- yeah, normally I have to send him home, which to be fair isn't far uh, to record <laughs> so we don't have echo. But um, the room I'm in, the new office room, sounds a bit echoey, at least in, in my ears. So apologies for that. We will work on that. But it's all been a bit hectic the last few days because that's what we've been doing, which is why we haven't been playing a great deal either. Uh, but we'll come on to that in a second. So let's talk about that now, actually. Uh, it has been Leapfrog started on Tuesday, um, where you had to earn a single achievement of any ratio at all, because the minimum target was a one, and we don't do less than one. Mm-hmm. So um, I popped in Slime Rancher, which is games with gold game for this week. Uh, have either of you played that yet? Not no. yet, no. Okay. It's quite unusual. <laughs> uh, it's like a it's like a first person exploration game, and you have a huge Hoover uh, attached to a backpack. Okay, right. With me saying <laughs> it's already a bit weird, um, and you're wandering around, and there are these little sort of cute slime ball things. Um, that are pink that you, you you walk around this sort of map and you you find these pink slime ball things and then you can um by pressing the i think it's the right trigger uh, you can turn your hoover on mm-hmm. and um suck them up into your backpack <laughs> and your backpack has like four different chambers so you can store up to 20 of the same thing in each chamber so basically you can store up to 20 uh four different things 20 of each in your in your hoover backpack yeah. thing and so you get different um, types of slimes and you can't mix them up. In- you do get different types of slimes, yeah. So basically, uh, I wonder, I thought it would be really easy. You know, normally you can stick in a games with gold game that looks like a phone game, which it does a little bit, and probably pop an achievement in the first five minutes. But I was probably playing it for about 20 minutes before I got my first one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you wander around and you can feed the slimes uh, with f- uh, food that's sort of lying around. So you can suck the food up. So there were some tomatoes and some carrots. You can suck them up and then you can fire the, them off by pressing the other trigger. I think it's left trigger to suck and right trigger to blow. <laughs> it already sounds quite dubious. Um, uh, and then they'll eat them and then they'll like poo a like a gem. Mm-hmm. So um, you get all these like little pink gems that come out of the pink slimes once they've eaten something. And you can collect those with your, with your hoover as well. And you wander back to your um, like base area where you've got various pens that you can set up and there's also a gem exchange machine where you can fire the uh, gems that you've collected the poo gems uh, into the machine and get cash back cash for poo gems and what can you Um, spend the cash on and then you can spend the cash on building pens so there are all these sort of areas that look a bit like boxing rings that you can uh, pay to set walls up around and then you can fire the slimes into the pens and keep them in the pen. Uh, and you can also, t- instead of like just putting slimes in them, you can grow vegetables in other ones. So I grew like loads of carrots. And then obviously you've got the slimes. I had like 60 slimes, pink slimes in one pen and then I had all the carrots in the other pen. And I could just take the carrots and fire them into the 
pen and get the more poo gems <laughs> and then uh, get more money and then you can do the idea is you're sort of farming effectively these slimes and then i found another bit of the map which had uh, like blue slimes on um so you can suck them up and put them different and they had a different favorite food um and you, you could just like wander around doing this stuff for ages uh, eventually i'll pop my achievement and uh, i gave up at that point because it was quite late but um i got my achievement for firing one of the slimes up in the air and then firing a piece of food at them while they're in the air okay so the achievement i got was called catch which is shoot food into an airborne slime's mouth anyway so i got that but there's tons of stuff i think it's, it's probably a really deep game when you get into it because i think there's probably certain slimes that'll end up eating other slimes the poo gems are called plorts. I've just I've just found on the achievement <laughs> list. Uh, not poo gems at all. <laughs> but some of the um, achievements are for like selling five thousand plorts at the at the plort market, which is the machine that gives you cash cash for poo. Um, so obviously that's going to take quite a lot of time because for each one of those you need sometimes you just find them lying around, but normally you have to feed slime with a bit of food and then you get a plort. So uh, some of them look quite grindy. Uh, that currently has a ratio of four so that's obviously quite a, a tricky one but there's only twenty thousand people that have played this on ta now and the stuff i've been reading on twitter people are quite enjoying it it's really cutesy um stuff there's a good variety on the achievements um and i imagine that the game will expand quite a lot because i was in quite a restricted area but this there were still loads of slimes all over the place and i did very little in the way of building my uh pens and farm up but anyway i quite enjoyed it so um check that out it's free this month uh, there's a link on the homepage of TA. It's called Slime Rancher. Uh, the other thing I played was on our big mixer stream last Friday, we played some Forza Horizon 3 and we had Grant, uh, in the one of the game designers, in the chat. In fact, we had him on the webcam, which was our first double webcam stream. And it worked really well, actually, um, which was surprising, the amount of technical things we had to set up behind the scenes. But it went particularly well. Thanks massively to him and Nick for coming into the, the stream and giving away so many amazing codes. We um, Grant helped us with some of the achievements that I had outstanding on um, Forza Horizon 3 and a couple of the uh, DLC packs, so Blizzard Mountain and Hot Wheels. There was a couple of things we went and did. There was also a couple of things we failed at miserably. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was really good fun. I got three achievements. Um, oh no, five achievements for 40 gamer score in that in that stream. Dave, you've been playing uh, Ripside Renegade. Yeah, well, briefly there was very briefly. I think what we I think yesterday was a one point four ratio. I think it was. Oh, that's why. Okay, so Dave's enjoying Leapfrog. So let's recap. So Leapfrog started on Monday with a one ratio. Uh, then it on Wednesday, sorry, on Tuesday it was a one ratio. Then on Wednesday it was a one point two, and it's going up by point two a day. So yesterday was a one point four, as you say, and you had one in Ripside Renegade to get. Yeah, I just looked for whatever seemed quick and easy, and then it was one of the games I bean dived, and it was just for getting one of the Easter eggs in the game. So, okay. So, Riptide Renegade is the earlier one, isn't it? Or is that the one that came out recently? No, it's the, the recent one, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I've virtually completed that. It's really good. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. So It seems shorter than the first one. Like The first one was a bit grindier. Yeah, there was a couple of achievements for getting all the, unlocking all the jet skis that took forever on the first one. Yeah, I've got over a thousand. I've got twelve hundred TA in this. I haven't quite finished it. There was quite a few people on my friends list have completed it, but it's well worth going back to. Um, it's, it's a quality game. Um, what else have you been playing? So another one of the me uh, bean dive games was Late Shift, which was okay. like the kind of 
looked like a movie, but with like tele- yeah, Jack and I streamed that, didn't we? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was good fun. Looked at that again just for um, leapfrog, and I just thought I'd find some that are relatively low ratio rather than playing something that I could use later. Yeah, it's a good idea. Then uh, there's a there's a walkthrough up for it now where you can kind of there's there's seven endings in the game, but you can kind of quit out as soon as you pop, you know, an achievement for one ending. And okay. Relaunch so you don't have to actually play it seven yeah, times. It's quite a long game, isn't it? Uh, I th- I guess one playthrough is maybe a couple of hours. Yeah, so if you've got to do seven of them, that would be a lot. If you have yeah, to get there are, it's just minor choice differences right at the very end that make the seven endings. Oh, so straight. played through them and then yeah, just kept quitting, restarting. Did them last night. Got really annoyed during the same bit of dialogue that. Yes, I was just about to say. Do you do you actually have to restart from the very beginning each time? There's like no, it's like a checkpoint. So okay. So at the end of the game, you're in. You got like a choice, and a couple of the endings were all down one choice path and a slight variation, and then a few more later on. So it probably took about five minutes to go through each ending, but you just heard the same bit of dialogue over and over again for, <laughs> for seven times. And then there's a couple that you have to go back and restart the game just to get a, a couple of... I think there's one for seeing all scenes in the game. Okay. So I think when you played it, you ended up at a police station where there's a way that yes. you don't go to the police station, which is obviously a scene that you would have missed. So they probably running back through it again took maybe 45 minutes, an hour, but finished it now. Oh, that's not too bad. So um, you picked up 17 achievements for 775, uh, but you got the full completion. So how long did it take you to complete the whole game? Any idea? I'm guessing um, around about three, four hours tops. But that was obviously with the walkthrough all the way. I didn't. I, I, if okay. you don't, I can wait. It's going to take a while. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's talk about our stream. So I mentioned that we played Forza Horizon 3 on the Mixer tab. Um, we are changing up our Mixer broadcasting. So we're now going to do, rather than an hour every day, we're going to do two two hour sessions uh, for a number of reasons, really. It gives us. A chance to be featured on the Mixer tab pretty much every time we stream, which is awesome. And it gives people a chance to come into the stream and watch for a bit longer because most of the channels that do well on Mixer, people don't stream for just an hour. They stream for at least two hours. Some of them stream for like eight at a time. Um, and to build up a really good audience, it's recommended that you stream at least for a couple. So that's what we're going to be doing. And it means we can play, um, play some of the games we decide to play uh, in a bit more depth, which I think will be more fun. Uh, for for all of us um, or we can do like a double stream of, of a smaller game and do two different games uh, in the two hour slot so that's the plan from now on uh, we are looking to do Tuesdays and Thursdays I think and it will be four two or six UK time uh, which is uh, check the homepage for your local time I can never remember how to change all the time so it's over um, anyway this week we played Fortnite Jack, why don't you tell us about this thing as you haven't played any other games this week? <laughs> yep, gameless again. Yeah, uh, yeah, this was uh, pretty good actually. Um, from what I heard on kind of Twitter and various social media places, loads of people saying, "Oh, it's quite tricky and in depth." But I think the game did an awesome job of kind of teasing you into any of those a good tutorial at the start. Um, there was it kind of eased you into it and introduced stuff that suitable kind of intervals. Uh, the game itself, though, you play a... You're kind of in a world that's been taken over by hordes of zombies, and you've got to build a base. You get an initial base area, and then you can add kind of traps and stuff to it and expand your base, build walls, floors, ceilings. There's quite a 
um, an awesome system where you've got a wall and then you can go into an edit mode and you have nine distinct sections on the wall. It's divided up into squares and you can take squares out and kind of make windows or doors or other bits. Yeah, it's, and, it's quite complex. Yeah, isn't it? all of this kind of comes together and you've got to basically defend your building against zombies. Um, that's the kind of crux of it. Um, and then there are kind of other side missions and quests you can do. So you'll go out and find a survivor. Um, there'll be like somebody that wants help restarting their van or whatever, or moving their van, and you can explore the map, find different bits and pieces to help them, go back to them, complete the mission. Then you get some rewards based on how well you've done. So the longer it takes you, the less you'll be rewarded. If you manage to complete bonus objectives as you're playing, um, you'll get better loot at the end, and all of this kind of ties together. It's, it's almost like a... It reminds me a little bit of Rust on the PC. Uh, Rust is similar in terms of you build a big base, except that's kind of massive online multiplayer. This is um, up to four players, I think. Yeah, I think it was four player. Um, it, was, it was good fun, though. Um, yeah, it was really good fun. It's incredibly in-depth, though, so there's a lot yeah. of different um, things that you can build up. Um, you can buy different characters, you can improve the skills of the characters, you, you can improve the weapons. for weapons, yeah, you can yeah. level your weapons, skill, the, points, the skill traps. trees as well. Two different yeah, you can build trees. traps that um, protect your base, so it's sort of like a tower defense game when the when the hordes come, mm -hmm. um, but you can build up different traps and you can build up, um, you can even like improve the skills of the survivors that you find mm -hmm. around the around the map. Um but yeah, it was really interesting, and it was cool the way the loot system worked. So at the end of the round, it, it added up your XP, um, which you get for killing people and building well and um, obtaining the bonus objectives. And then the more XP you got, the better the loot crates became, mm -hmm. um, which was quite a neat thing. So if you did an absolutely incredible round, you might get like a gold, you might be able to get to a gold loot crate, which obviously has all the really good stuff in. But yeah, it seemed to work really well. We played a couple of games online. We played with Will. Um, and he knew what he was doing a bit better than we did, I think, initially. But as you said, the tutorial mode was really good, and it did teach you quite a lot. I think you can't even get into the game for about 45 minutes because there's a lot of teaching you the controls and the, the different building mechanics and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, but you can even use different materials to build with. Um, yeah, to so actually you gather the materials, you've got access to a yeah, you have to go well. in. And you, you have to go and yeah. Pretty much everything the environment's destructible. So you see a tree, you pull out your pick, you can hit the tree, you get wood from it. Um, you see a yeah. building, you can take out one of the walls, and you can just kind of destroy almost everything, seemingly. Yeah, it was like a Red Faction-style <clears throat> destruction yeah. uh, model. Um, but the, we found ourselves like running out of ammo a couple of times, so you had to have to go and like smash up some metal yeah, to things. to get resources to then build yeah, ammo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's quite complicated. The controls were quite fiddly, I thought. Obviously, you grab them after a certain amount of time, but there was a lot of different controls, especially with the building stuff going on. Um, yes, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. You had some, uh, as you were saying, with the controls, some weird stuff. So you'd hold, you'd had to, it was a long press of Y to get your pick, and then short presses of Y to switch back to kind of attack mode. And yeah. the short presses switch between either three weapons, which you could choose what you had equipped. Um, if you were in build mode, you could then hold B to go into an edit mode, which is where you could take out the blocks of kind of a wall to introduce doors and windows and stuff and it, w it was pretty complex but mm. you did pick it but up but lots of people really enjoying it and getting into it uh, online that I've seen so that's cool so check it out um, let's talk about what we're streaming this weekend next uh... 
Oh. After. <laughs> We've given away a game, or at least part of a game. Yeah, I think last week seemed to work quite well, so we'll do the same again. Uh, okay. This week we're giving away a code for Verdun, which is the... Oh, that was the World War Two shooter. Yeah, it, it's really good. Or World War One even. Really good game, I think Jack really enjoyed it. I think they um, had some issues, didn't it? But I think they patched them. Okay, fingers good. crossed. So. Fingers crossed. Right, so the code for this is WCM7K. 7MXMH WRDTM, and then we'll do the other part at some point later in the show. Cool. Okay, so um, this week's streams, we are streaming Pressure Overdrive, uh, Pressure Overdrive today, which is a um, local multiplayer game, so that looked quite fun. Um, then we're doing uh, two hours of Neverwinter on Tuesday, and then next Thursday, we're doing a double bill. Our first double bill of Infinite Mini Golf and Unbox Newbies Adventure, both of which look brilliant. So we watched a couple of videos of those yesterday when we were choosing what we're going to play, and both of them look really good fun. Excellent. Okay, let's move on to site news. So there isn't any, but um, we have started Leapfrog, and Will has asked us how many people are in Leapfrog at the moment. So we lost, we had over 1,750 people register, um, and we lost. 373 people on the first day. Those people are not going to get their badge. They didn't unlock a single achievement. Um, then we only lost 163 people on Wednesday. I was one of those because we were moving office and I was here <laughs> all sorts of hours. Uh, yesterday, we only lost 126. So there are 662 people eliminated, but all, um, still almost 1,100 people left in. Dave, you're still in. I am going strong. I'm going to see if I can keep it until we leave for Gamescom. Oh, really? Wow, okay, that's quite an achievement. So that we leave for Gamescom in uh, 17 days. So you're going to be on three achievements with a ratio of something quite high. By the <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be on like five, five plus ratios, five, somewhere between five and six ratios on those. That'll be tricky. Good luck. Yeah, that's going to be hard. I've still Good not done you. title like updates in Minecraft and stuff. So. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, nice. Good. Man, uh, excellent. Okay, so that was site news. Uh, regular news, Dave. Yeah, so just a reminder for everybody who hasn't done it already. Uh, Rich spoke about one of them games with gold. We've got Slime Ranch on the Xbox One, so go and check out Shooting Carrots for Gem. Yeah, and <laughs> Pooh. <Yep. laughs> for the win. And on the uh, 360 and back compat, we've got Bayonetta. And then also carrying on, still carrying over from last month, we have Runbo, which I'm still not checked out yet. I don't think I will. I haven't either. It, I don't know. It doesn't appeal to me. Is <laughs> it one of those multiplayer running around things? I've, I've, I'm just being really bad and just going purely off how it looks, and it looks not great. <laughs> so I've just left okay, it. It might be amazing, but it's just not appealing to me at all. Next bit, bit of a weird one. This, uh, if you remember, on the 360, the Connect Share feature. So there was yes. games that used it for achievements, which is probably the, the major thing for us. But you used to be able to sit, share your screenshots and upload them, and then it let you connect to uh, Facebook. And like there was some achievements tied to sharing achievements to Facebook and things. Uh, that has been disabled. Uh, the Connect Share feature. They announced it on 28th of July, and it got. Uh, disabled the same day, so they didn't really give you any oh, chance to do anything. So that's a bit harsh. Yeah, there's quite a few. The, the, I'll, I'll link to the story because I listed the achievements, but the, all the loads of the fun lab games and 
Dance Central and stuff have been affected. So no. Uh, weirdly, we found. So we moved. As I say, we moved office yesterday and the day before, and we found our th- Xbox 360 Connect. <laughs> Did you? Uh, so unfortunately, no, it was too late to do anything. World. So if anyone wants to buy a, a well-used 360 Connect, hundred uh, pounds. Drop me a tweet. Hundred pounds. <laughs> well, it's been in the TGN office. It's a relic now, isn't it? I'll sign it. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This one's quite interesting. Uh, Call of Duty World War Two, obviously coming out in November. They've explained the five class-based divisions in the game. So unlike previously where you, you just have free range to kind of build your own character exactly how you want it, it looks like they're going down a class-based system or kind of similar to Battlefield. Battlefield, mm. Uh, I'm not going to read them all out because there's, there's quite a bit of info. It's probably best you have a look at them. But there's an armoured division, a mountain division, airborne, expeditionary, and infantry divisions. And they're all going to have different kind of things that they can do in multiplayer. So that might be quite cool. So it's about time they kind of changed up the formula a bit. In Yeah, in we shall see. We should get a chance to play that properly at Gamescom. So we'll let you know how we get on. Unless they give us a video on a fairground. <laughs> Well, even if they didn't, <laughs> didn't last year we get a video in German? Yeah, it's raffle in German, wasn't it? We got raffle. The raffle was definitely in German. Yeah, yeah so we got given. <laughs> we went to, we went to see Call of Duty. And we watched the video. I'm sure it was in German. There was English subtitles. An hour okay. and twenty minutes. Getting to the <laughs> yeah, we queued for a very long time. Um, and we watched the video. And then normally there's a really big area, like literally the last seven games comes up into. You watch a video and then you go into an area and there's like 128 Xboxes all hooked up together and you play, you know, a couple of 16 on 16. And it's just really well organized, massive area. And so we were expecting exactly the same. Why, why would you expect anything different? We walked into this room and they were playing like weird 80s like music. There was a DJ that I think was a zombie and then there were loads of other zombies just walking around and then they gave us some raffle tickets. Uh, <laughs> which had like numbers on them. And then after a while, we were like, this is rubbish because there was literally nothing. To see. I think there was one old arcade cabinet from like 1980s, <laughs> mm-hmm. which everyone was just stood around. And then these zombies like sort of dancing next to you, which was just <laughs> <laughs> And then they started doing the raffle, but they did the whole thing in German. Yeah. So my German's okay, but I don't know the number for like... 5,328 red. Well, I probably, probably could guess it. But we, by the time we'd, we'd worked it out in our heads, he'd moved on to the next one because no one had claimed it. So that was a bit of a disastrous waste of half an hour. So please don't do that again for Gamescom, <laughs> Call of Duty, Activision people. Let's not have any more of that nonsense. It's interesting. <laughs> it was weird. It was surreal. <laughs> it was actually not as bad as the year before when we saw Battlefield in a little cinema room. And there was a video. And then... As we left, all the Germans were encouraged to shout "Battlefield, Battlefield" <laughs> over and over again, and it was really intimidating. <laughs> Given their history, I was a little bit worried walking out there, uh, but we got away with it. We got back okay. No, we love you Germans, really. I'm very much looking forward to games come. It's booked up though. Days booked. It's like a million things to do. Yeah, we're going to be we're busy. Very busy. We're, our feet are going to be hurt. <laughs> Next bit is uh, Minecraft, the Better Together update, which is the one that lets uh, all the different versions of Minecraft actually play together. Apart from PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they've uh, released the beta for that. So interesting to see. I think it's going to make achievements a bit more easier. 
to uh, get like iOS ones and stuff to jump on my PC world. But there's a load of things. There's the beta for obviously doing that, and then there's some more updates. So I'll link to it. You can have a read of that if you're interested in it. But hopefully it'll make all them achievements even easier, which would be nice. Good for your leapfrog. Yes. <laughs> I might try and get in that beta. Good thinking. <laughs> The game that was never coming, but it has uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare <laughs> remastered standalone is now available. It People seem to be going, getting a bit angry because A, they, obviously they said they weren't going to do it and then they have done, which I think most people expected. But the price of it is quite... I mean, it's, it's £35 for us. But I'm, people were saying you don't get the DLC. Like I've got DLC maps, you know, that must that have been downloaded for free. But I think the standalone you might have to buy them. Oh, what they were included in the bundle when we bought. They did a the couple of updates, premium edition yeah. of and, and we got them for free. But I've seen people saying it doesn't. I've not looked into it, so it might be totally wrong. <sighs> but the game, so the game costs thirty-five pounds for us, and apparently you can get like the the super duper deluxe edition of Infinite Warfare for about 30 quid now at game and stuff like that. Retail, okay. Yeah, so they're definitely coining in off that, but I don't know. But if you prefer a digital version, the links are on the news story. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it. Uh, it's always nice to have digital music. You don't have to get up and change the disc. Did you listen to um, the story <laughs> about Will? Have you listened to any of the podcasts while you were off? Uh, no, well, I listened to TA Playlist right. uh, this week, which we should mention, actually. TA Playlist Shadows of Mordor episode is out and is a good listen. There's some good arguments between the guys. Some of them liked it much more than others. So check that out. It's a good show. Uh, no, I haven't. So tell me more. So uh, if you if you bought the Infinite Warfare game, you're probably aware you have to add the Infinite Warfare disc in to play Modern Warfare Remastered, even right. to download. Okay. No, I can't remember that, but yes, that sounds fair. So uh, Will just downloaded that and then sold the disc. Oh, no. And then thought, oh, when the game comes, I'll just play it that way. So then he's actually had to go and buy it again. <laughs> again. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it is a great game now. It's probably worth buying. That'll be like the third time he's bought it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as far as the remaster goes, I think it's quite well done. It's, it, if you oh, enjoy it, it's really worth playing. It's just a classic game. Yeah, absolutely. One of the best. Speaking of a classic game, I don't think this one is one, but it was <laughs> coming to the Xbox One. Uh, Killing Floor 2. I think you played that last year. I did at Gamescom. I really enjoyed it. I was very good. Well, yeah. The, uh, Developers, yeah, I, I sort of bossed that session. Oh, so it was obviously an online game. Yeah, I don't know. Well, everyone else must have been drunk or hungover or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. In fact, it, it came out on PS Plus um, a couple of weeks, a couple of maybe a month or two ago. I picked it up on PS Plus for free. Right. So I played it on PlayStation. It, it wasn't as much fun as when I played it at Gamescom. Uh, maybe because I was doing the tutorial levels rather than playing online. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a quality game. It's like a, it's a bit like Left 4 Dead. Right. So, you, but you don't. There's less emphasis on like running around. Um, you don't have to get from A to B. It's just one one map that you just have to survive on. But it's one of those games where you need to team up and you need to be coordinated to to do well. Um, but it's very even like the enemies are similar to Left 4 Dead. So you get like the the ones that blow up. Um, it's all zombie stuff, but that some of them are huge and slobbery and blow up and slime you, and some of them are fast. That sort of stuff. But it's, I really enjoyed it. It's a good game. I'll check it out. But yeah, it's coming to the Xbox One. I think it's uh, pretty soon. Is it coming August? 
Uh, yeah, so not for August this month. Yeah, so uh, the end of this month. They've uh, said they're going to do some Xbox One X enhancements for it, and um, okay. I don't maybe I don't know why, but now that it's coming to the one, we're going to get some timed exclusive content. So it, it looks like they're having the cake and eating it. That <laughs> one, they, they release it on PlayStation and yeah, and they do, do some timed exclusive stuff. Well. So it's been out on PS for a while. Yeah, I mean it's pretty much done when I played it at Gamescom last year. I'm surprised it's taken so long to come. But yeah, I'm out to that out if it sounds a bit... sounds like um, zombie mode in COD, I suppose. It's like first person. Yeah, there's a much bigger map um, than that. Certainly the map I was playing, and there's loads of different weapons, um, which is quite good fun. But there's also loads of different characters you can choose. It, it, I, I enjoyed it. It's good. Okay. Uh, last bit for this week. We've got some new wireless controllers, because I know people love to collect them things. Any of you seen these? I think my favourite is probably the red one. There's like a red one, red sort of like fading into black. There's a grey one. Mm-hmm. Actually, that red one's lovely. I like the um, the uh, so I think um, AC Bongo's tweeted out that black um, sort of it's like it's sort of army style. It's like yeah, te- the patrol tech. tech. One. Yes, really nice. Is that really expensive? Uh, I've got US prices on it. Seventy dollars. Okay, are they all 70? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, apart from the grey one. Yeah, the grey one, 65. Do you like that one the best? I think that's yeah. the most boring. I like the other two the best. It's the best colour, though. It looks like... It looks like... <laughs> it looks like um, I don't know. Daisy would punch you in the face if you said. <laughs> Surely it's pink and yellow and purple. But uh, another thing they did was they brought out a new uh, wireless adapter, you know, for, the X, for Windows 10, so you can connect your controller wirelessly. And apparently it's, it's much smaller than the old one. The old one was... I didn't think you needed one of those these days. You can plug it. You can plug in using like your USB charging cable. I seem to remember a news story when... Can you use like Just over a year ago that it had like most Lenovo PCs or some other brand was all coming with that built in. Yeah, I suppose... So I think it's just, is it just Bluetooth that it uses? I'm not actually sure what it uses. I'm not sure. But you can buy it. And that's $25 be available it's quite expensive for a tiny little usb dongle (laughs) just plug it in anyway i mean you're often that far away from your pc that you need it wireless no no exactly (laughs) stupid (laughs) resist (laughs) uh excellent that's it for the news so um we've had some back compat only a couple this week yeah, we've had uh, two this week, so not on Tuesday, but um, we had Disney Epi- Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two, Epi. <laughs> and Toe Jam and Earl, uh, they hit back yesterday. Hmm. I have played neither. Likewise. Nope. Good. <laughs> Excellent. Right, questions, Dave? Yeah, we've had a few this week, starting with Aki B. Uh what made you choose the name for the site, i.e. Why True Achievements? Well, basically it was because the idea, the main concept of the site was that we were giving a fairer or truer representation of the gamer score that achievements should get. So it was as simple as that, really. It was one of those moments where you look up a domain. In fact, back then, this was 10 years ago, virtually, uh, you could find a domain relatively easily and most of them were available. But... Um, yeah, I just I wanted to have the word achievements in it because obviously that was the the key driver of of everything we were doing. And then true was just a nice short word that that g- gave an idea of that it was like a a, re, a refactoring that that's better. That's that was the idea behind it, really. 
And when was that now? Is it 10 years next? 10 years in March it's going to be. So we've got all sorts of fun stuff in the works for our 10-year anniversary in March. Watch this space. Crazy. All right, moving on to the question of the week from Craig. He asked, do you think Microsoft should reward you more for getting achievements? Okay, so there is the Microsoft reward program. Uh, which I am a part of, and they send me an email every month to say that I have zero. <laughs> In fact, they sent me um, they sent me one last month. I tweeted it out. The subject line was, "I've got uh, something to cheer you up." <laughs> which, to be honest, I get lots of emails that say things like that. <laughs> subject lines. They're normally not from Microsoft. Um, I've got something that will cheer you up, and then you open the email, and it says, uh, "You have earned zero points this month, and you are entitled to zero money." off any games so that really did cheer me up uh, it cheered me up because I thought I can tweet this out and people will say how stupid <laughs> um, but I don't know Jack I think you you suggested you might have a bit more of an inkling as to how this stuff works because yeah, so uh, I, I just remember signing up and then never getting anything out of it so there were a lot of promotions they did it was kind of like summer games and if you bought so many of these like featured games you'd get so much either money back or um, so many points towards your stuff but the system itself is a little bit clunky I think because you have to have so many points to actually withdraw them yeah. Okay. Um, and utilise money it's like 5,000 or something which is a bit ridiculous um, but you can basically use that as a rebate against a game but then apparently there was a system a couple of years ago and dependent on the amount of gamer score you got you were in a different kind of bucket of gamers so you were kind of like the advanced gamer or uh, the beginner yeah, so this is what we were coming on to so it's not just um, rewards for buying stuff at a right buying the right game at the right time this is this was actually tied to your gamer score band yeah. and didn't they do something well, you got a discount when the Xbox so. One launched as well where they were doing a discount at least they were in I think they were in Germany or Germany, Canada or somewhere yeah. in Germany yeah. it was a couple of months ago actually um, you could get was it in uh, Xbox Slim or an Xbox One S, sorry, for was it 200 euros or something if you had over 100,000 gamer score? See, that's great. I, that's exactly what they should do yeah. more of. And I think um, it would encourage people to not only buy more games, but also to to play play them for longer times. If there were if there was a thing tied to it, I don't think it should be just individual achievements, but your total gamer score shows how much effectively shows how much money you've pumped into Xbox over the years and how dedicated uh, a gamer you are imagine if developers could do something so if you've 1000 G'd all the Gears of War games they could give you a little discount on the next one or something yeah that'd exactly be, I mean that'd be easy because it's and like oh you've been a fan for so long here you go here's like a little um, they can obviously know. check that stuff because I think it was Gears 3 Mm-hmm. When you started that, do you remember like these the rewards and stuff in game? Yeah. They could tell if you've like thousand G like the um, the three sixty game, like Gears Two or the PC version and stuff, and you got different banners and stuff in game. Do you know, depending if you've done them yeah. things, so they can obviously so, check it. Yeah, so you could do. In fact, there's so many different things you could do. Um, I suppose some, because the some new achievement do, system yeah. has a way to tie stuff across titles as well, so you can easily look at that sort of thing as part of the system. But you could, as you could, it's exactly right. You could give away things that were like that don't really affect gameplay. Like you could give skins if you completed the whole series mm-hmm. of gears or whatever Halo, um, or you could do like monetary things, as in that you get a big, bigger discount if you've got um, over a 
200,000 gamer score or something, you could get like 1% or 2% off. I mean, even something like that much would make a you know, it wouldn't cost Microsoft barely anything, but it would make a difference to, it would encourage people to go and buy more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it would. Yeah. So they should. So I do think they should, yeah, definitely. Good question, Craig. That was a question of the week. Right, so what do you guys think? Let us know. Let us know your ideas. We'll put them over to Microsoft when we see them in uh, <laughs> So I'll, I'll get in touch with you on Twitter and give you a, a glimpse into my sack and you can choose something. Oh, every <laughs> man's dream. You'll never be the same. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah, next Matt, question. Matt Bullock. <laughs> you asked, having finished the coma... Does length matter? <laughs> this finished... is like a, it feels like a part Simpson question. <laughs> Having finished the comment, does does length matter? <laughs> I loved it, but it was over ever so quickly. This is surely not a serious question. Okay, uh, I think it's more about how he's managed to phrase this fantastically. Um, so, okay, so does length of a game matter? Um, to be honest, given my, I think I've probably talked about this before, but given my life. Uh, commitments like wife, kid, uh, running a company and stuff. I prefer shorter <laughs> things. I always tell my wife, the shorter the better these days. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want anything that's particularly long because <laughs> I know I'll, I know I'll never get there. <laughs> um, I pre- no seriously, I prefer, and that's why I like stuff like EA Access, where it gives you like eight hours of a new game. Even better that it comes out a week before, but eight hours is plenty for me to get, you know, to get the full enjoyment out of a game. And by the time I've had that eight hours, there'll be something else that I want to play anyway. So the shorter, the better for me, within reason. I don't want to be playing energy cycle games for the rest of my life that you can complete in 15 minutes. Mm. Um, Jack, what are your thoughts I on think this? I'm pretty much the same. I prefer kind of a short, action packed campaign, something yeah. like Call of Duty two. for Titanfall 2 or Battlefield 1. Um, those are kind of perfect sizes. It doesn't draw it out too much. You haven't got 50 hours or like 10 hours of boredom in the middle. Yeah, Wildlands. It, it just keeps you entertained and kind of on the edge of your seat. Yes. Well, sometimes. But yeah, I've, I've no, I don't rate a game higher if it's like over 30 hours. That would annoy me. Mm. Uh, Dave, your thoughts? You're, you're probably in the same ballpark, but you have played considerably longer games. How many hours did you put into Wildlands in the end? Uh, probably about 70 hours. See, that's a lot. But like, a Laura Laura. To me, I don't mind something lengthy that I can get stuck into. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Excellent. No, no it's, 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 it's more about like the actual experience. I don't mind how long it is, but yeah. Like I really enjoy it. like the <laughs> really like I enjoy like the like the Telltale games and some of them are quite short. But I'll, like, yeah. likewise, I, I don't mind playing like, a, like Wildlands and that being so long as long as it's the quality rather than how long. Yeah, it is. I prefer to get to the climax quite soon. <laughs> <laughs> but something like the really story-driven games, like if they went on too long, it'd just drag on it. Like I think like having it short and punchy makes sense. Mm. Yeah, imagine like yeah. a sixty-hour Call of Duty game. Just Imagine a 60-hour oh, walking oh, simulator. It'd be intense, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd have a headache at the end of that, I think. Cool. Good question. Thank you, Matt. If that was serious, then I look forward to next week's question. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Triplo, uh, when is your expectation, expectation for the Xbox One X pre-order announcement? If it's at Gamescom, will you be distracted and want to do that instead? 
Um, good question. So when are we expecting this? Now, we know that they announced it and then we couldn't buy it. We couldn't pre-order it straight away because, Jack, do you remember, was it FCC? There yeah, was something. it's got to pass through the FCC regulations or something. FCC regulations. Now, no one knows how long that... I mean, I, we, what we should have done is a little bit of research here and seen, had a look back and saw when the Xbox 360 was announced and Xbox One was announced and see how long it took before you could actually pre-order. But um, I would imagine it's going to be soon. I mean, we we got th- about three months now till launch. They're going to want a decent idea of pre-orders. It's... Not far different from an Xbox One, apart from the extra power. So you can't imagine the FCC. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't know why it's taking so long, unless they're, they're mucking around with specs. I don't know what the FCC Maybe do. Maybe they just kind of announced it earlier than they were expecting to, I suppose, or... They might be deliberate. Yeah, maybe. I mean, back. they normally announce this stuff at E3. They don't know yeah, in time for a holiday launch. I'm guessing that they might be um, holding it back for Gamescom because yeah. um, Mikey Barra tweeted out the other day that he was going to go he was seriously considering going to gamescom because they had some big announcements uh so it's possible that they might use that sunday night um presentation which we can't go to because they're not letting any press it's a um digital event so that'd make sense actually because if they want to broadcast it to the world and kind of get a load of people watching oh yeah i mean they, they do that anyway even for the ones that we can go into um a broadcast live normally so um but yeah it's a closed event so um it's going to be uh, obviously well controlled but i would guess that that is when it's coming so that would be the 20th of this month if memory serves because we yeah 20th so sunday the 20th um of august i would expect to be the the actual pre-order announcement um they'll probably tag it on to the end oh and by the way did you know you can now pre-order your xbox one x yeah so um fortunately we will be able to get it straight away because we're not actually going to be in germany till the monday do you think they'll uh, reward gamers for pre-ordering it with an achievement again that's what they did last time wasn't it um yeah and possibly there'll be some i reckon there'll be some pretty cool bundles kicking about as well because did you there's see? quite a few games that are going to take. Yeah, there's quite a few games coming out uh, around the time. There's Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, that's the only one I can well, think Shadows of War is going to be yeah, out Shadows before. Of War. Yeah. Phil Spencer, um, somebody asked him on Twitter the other day. Uh, apparently they did, they did this with the Xbox One S, and I don't know if it was like done just for stores or if it was something Microsoft organised, but like bundled with a 4K TV. And some, oh wow! Okay. Somebody asked him if there was anything to do that, and it, I can't remember his exact answer, but it was kind of like they're looking into it, or it, it might be like a some retailers might be doing something along those lines, which might be pretty cool. Okay, we'll publish some stories about that if that happens, and use the links in our stories <laughs> to buy your stuff. <laughs> That'll be lovely. Cool, great question. Thank you. Um, did either of you had any? different ideas about dates. I mean, that to me, that makes the most most obvious will, sense, uh, given the people that are going. Definitely be before launch. Um, yeah, um, I imagine you'd be at a pre-order before launch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you spot on with Gamescom. I think that'd be a sensible time for them, because there's going to be a lot of, it's obviously the biggest gaming event in Europe, so it, it makes sense, and any other time seems like it'd be a bit trivial compared to it. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, it makes sense. All the press are going to be there, all the, you know, all the eyes are going to be watching that. Event, I, I'm so. guessing that they've probably deliberately, like they've got everything done now, and they, they deliberately held it back far. Oh, yeah, I would, that would make most sense to me. Um, we've also had a couple of questions about rare achievements. Uh, thank you to John Connor M and Two in ninety four. We will be revisiting those in next week's podcast for reasons that will become clearer at the time. <laughs> 
Ooh, cryptic. Cryptic. <laughs> cool. Okay, and thanks everybody else that sent questions. We had hundreds this week. Um, so sorry if we didn't get to yours. We will save them off for next week as well. New achievement list, Jack. Yeah, I've had uh, quite a lot this week, actually. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we obviously had Slime Rancher, so Slime Rancher's been available on Game Preview for ages. Uh, but oh, the, has it? I didn't even know that. Yeah, the achievement list is um, what went live at the start of the month when it became Games of Gold. This is 57 achievements. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a good varied list, though. I think it'll be cool. But some of them are quite grindy. Okay. Then another Game Preview style, actually, was uh, The Long Dark. Uh, 40 achievements. Uh, then we had Tacoma, which a lot of people have been looking forward to. It's supposed to be a really good yeah. story-driven game, but there are only 12 achievements, which I found surprising. Mm. Yeah. Um, another ACA Neo Geo title, Aero Fighters 2. Uh, standard 12 achievements. Shadow Tactics Blades of Shogun, 42 achievements. Rugby wow. Li- League Live 4, with 31. <laughs> How are they on four? I'm going to keep banging on about that. Uh, we had Resident Evil Revelations, which has already been out on the Xbox 360 for ages, and they've ported it over to the Xbox One, so you can stack that now with another 55 achievements. So is that um, just a standard port? Have they up it? Do we know anything I about it? I think it's just a standard port. I'm not entirely sure of the... They just make it back internals, but a bit of a waste of time. yeah. Well, we might as well get some more money, then make it back compatible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we had Black Hole Complete Edition, uh, thirty-nine achievements. Uh, the Metronomicon Slaver Dance Floor, thirty-two achievements. Chromagun, uh, twenty achievements. Cyber Complex with twelve achievements. Oh, sir, the Insult Simulator. So, sounds interesting. <laughs> 17 achievements. Um, Xmorph Defense with 30 achievements. And an Xbox 360 title, which we don't see many of. These are becoming rarer and rarer. Uh, Pro Evolution. Pez 28. Soccer 28. Yep. Yeah, so we, did we know? We must have known Pez was coming to the yeah. 360. Yeah, we knew it was coming. This is probably the last one, though, you'd expect. I can't imagine. Yeah, so Pez- this- it's got 49 achievements, and I can't see the Xbox One list being wildly different. I don't no, know. it'll be very similar. Pez seems to have had the, the same list every year, pretty much. Yeah, so. I know FIFA swaps out with some of the modes, because some of them won't work on yeah, the 360. They don't, yeah. they don't have the journey mode on them. But I'm not sure. Is FIFA coming to 360 as well? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Um, so... Dave, are we going to go and see Pez at Gamescom? I don't think we've got it in the list. The guy's been away until next week, so... Oh, okay. We should definitely do that, because last year's... We had a brilliant chat with the guys at Konami about um, Pez 2017, and we, we spent ages talking about how they record the commentary, which is yeah. always interesting. I've been playing, like, football games since I was a kid, and um, how they do, like, the commentary stuff and make it sound good and and getting the um, proper commentators in that do the, the TV work... It, it was it was fascinating chat. So hopefully we can get to see those guys again because they're good, they're good people. Okay, um, then we had Agents of Mayhem with forty nine achievements. So we'd already Which we already we already exclusively revealed these, but these are now uh, kind of officially live, and you can go and see the tiles and stuff on the game page. We had as well when we did the announcement. There was I think there was about eleven secrets that they didn't want to reveal at the time. Oh, yeah. so we knew they were secrets. We knew the score, but we didn't know what they were. But we've obviously got them now. Yes, yeah, so you can check cool. them out too. That game looks good. I'm excited to play that. 
It looks uh, like Saints Row mixed with Crackdown, doesn't it? Exactly. Mm. Well, two good things. Okay, and then we've had a DLC as well. We had Pirate Queen's Quest in Shantae, Half Genie Hero, with five achievements for 200 game score. And that is all. Nice. Cool. Okay, let's have a quick look at the new releases for next week. The Way, uh, Race Arcade, which I'm definitely going to play. Mr. Shifty, which people seem quite excited about. Uh, that terrible sounding OSA, the simulate, insult simulator is out today. Uh, then next Tuesday, we have a ton of stuff. Summer Games DLC for Overwatch, which we announced some time ago. Uh, Cinemora X, which I have played the previous game of, is a sort of scrolling shmup. Uh, Black Hole Complete Edition, uh, which is a platformer. Circuit Breakers, which is a shoot 'em up. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection 2. And Batman The Enemy Within the Telltale series is also coming out next Tuesday. Excellent. Uh, Dave, do you want to finish off the code? All right, so the last part is uh, 7MXHDKJRRZ. Cool. And that was for Verdun, the uh, World War One shooter. Good luck to anyone who tries to get that code. Excellent. Okay, thanks for your time today, guys. Thanks to everybody at home for listening. Check out the TA Playlist podcast that came out this week. It's a good one. And we will speak to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.